Alright, this is Annie and I'm with Nate and we are driving back home from Chicago Open Air the third day. Um, was a fucking crazy weekend. Went down Friday, went to day one of Open Air. Who was the headliner? Ramstein was the headliner. They're fucking awesome. Did you like them? One of the best shows I've probably seen. Yeah, they're amazing. The pyro was out of this world. Yes, they're flames, flamethrowers on everything. All their body parts. It was great. I wish we had. I wish we could see it better. I wish we got to stand in the sound booth for that. Yeah, that would have been a good one because you got to see the side and the yep. had everything right there in view. Yeah, Susie got to stand in the sound booth for that. So she got some great pictures. The outfits that he was rocking were just out of this world. <laughs> Fucking crazy. And the keyboardist dude, like, what the fuck is that? That was that was a great show. I've never seen them before. It was, that was amazing. That was their only US date that they have. So it was, it was kind of special. Yeah, because I don't think they're going down or they're going to Mexico and Canada, but nothing else here in the States. Yes. Plus, when, when are you going to be able to see them again? Exactly. We were talking to those kids in the parking lot, and they said they do maybe once or twice every three years. They have a North American appearance, and it's, it was in Chicago this time. Yeah. Complain about that. Nope. That was weird that those kids are from Grand Rapids. <laughs> I was like, yeah. well, where are you guys from, Grand Rapids? I'm like, get the fuck out of here, so are we. He's like, no way. And that dude, they like stayed in line, stood in line to get Rom's, one of the guys is from Romstein's uh, autograph and he got it tattooed on his arm. That's it's, kind of cool, dude. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to go that far. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far, especially for them dudes, but... Hey, to each their own. Yep, to each their own. That was pretty cool, though. Yeah. Plus he missed a ton of good bands when he was sitting there waiting to... Yeah, he said he missed Hatebreed and... I mean, I mean, you could hear them because he's obviously was right there at the second stage. But Hatebreed was fucking awesome. They always show up. I fucking love that band. They're great. Who else was on Friday that we seen? Friday was. It was a crazy weekend. So I'm kind of spaced out here. Yeah. Because I know it was some radio rock. Chevelle was there. Oh yeah, Chevelle. Ministry. Ministry, Ministry was great. Um, I don't know. I wasn't a super big fan of the show. Really? Yeah, the that kind of metal. I'm just not into as much as some of the other. It was just too many like chugging kind of. Yeah, it's it's more tech techno ish or industry industrial, industrial music. Yeah. Um, I I love it though. I I I, I like I dig Ministry. But yeah, Al was being a super diva, but he fucking, they, they fucked up the sound. So he was all pissed about that. Mice and Men was there? Yep, of Mice and Men, um, who canceled their Grand Rapids show Saturday because one of the dudes was had to go to the hospital or some shit. Gotta look up and see what happened there. Yeah, we'll have to check that out. In this moment. Um, that one. Yeah, I... We stayed for like one song. We're like, all right, done. <laughs> um, Hollywood Undead. 
We didn't see them, did we? No, I'm not a, I'm not super big into Hollywood. Yeah, me neither. Um, Trivium was good. They're Trivium. They show up. They were like the. They, that's when we showed up. When we got. That's when like the first band we saw. Um, Meshuga. It's not my sugar because I got corrected on that. It's Meshuga. Double wears Prada. Did we see those guys? Uh, we were up in the stands. Okay. I, I kind of listened to some of it. All right. And Hate Braid, of course, was awesome. Uh, Too bad they didn't play the main stage. Yeah, they should have totally. They should have been. They should have opened up for Ramsey. Would have been a way better opener than Chevelle. Fuck yeah, fuck Chevelle. Fuck Chevelle. No offense, Chevelle, but fuck you guys. That's what was kind of nice about tonight was Five Finger and opened up for Slipknot and Five Finger just cracked house. Yes. Yeah, I don't care what people say. I like fucking Five Finger as much, and they always put on a good show, in my opinion. But yeah. So they're all a bunch of douchebags, maybe. That's what people say, but whatever. I still like them. Drowning Pool is great. Yeah. They um, had the, the 82-year-old guy on there. Yeah, the guy that was... What was it? The What America's show was Got it? Talent. America's Got Talent. Was it was 82? Yeah, 82. Came yep. out and rocked a, like a softer song to start, and then flew into Bodies. Fucking Bodies hit the floor. That was it. awesome. He gets on stage and I'm like... What the fuck? Is this like their grandpa or something out there? And yeah, he was, was just there for Polly. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. See, what's that? Per- perif- periphery? Periphery. Did we see them? I don't. I don't think so. we've seen. I don't think we've seen them. Butcher Babies were playing when we were in the we parking lot and through fire. That was the first thing that we definitely. Yeah, we totally didn't see that. But yeah, Friday was a good night. Cut over at midnight. And then, um... It was a late night. It was a late night. And then we had, um, some deaths go on this past week. Um, our friend Brian died on Tuesday. He was 30 years old. He died on Tuesday. His 30th birthday was on Sunday. Saturday. Saturday. No, it was Sunday. Yeah, I think it was the 10th. Yeah. I remember him telling me it was like the day before John's birthday. So his 30th birthday was Sunday and he died on Tuesday. Um, we're thinking it's uh, diabetes related. Um, they don't they don't really know why yet. And then my friend Slim, she died in a motorcycle accident last Saturday on... Well, actually, her motorcycle accident was on Saturday the 9th, and it took her off life support on July 11th, so it was a super rough week for all of us. So we end up skipping day two of open air, and we we had funerals to go to, so, so you guys dropped me off in Indiana so I could go to Slim's funeral. And me and Polly made the two-hour drive back in Grand Rapids. Yep. Brian's funeral is the same day on Saturday. So you guys got home at what, like 4 in the morning? Uh, it was about 4.30 when we rolled into town. Alright. So it was, uh, it was a late night. A little late night. I ended up with about 2 or 3 hours of sleep before I woke up and got ready to handle the day. Yeah, because you guys dropped me off about 1.30 and then I probably got to bed about 2, 2.30. And then we had to get up right early at 7 and then meet meet up with a bunch of girls and go to the funeral and 
funeral was amazing. They got her um, motorcycle purse to uh, carry the body from the funeral home to the graveyard. There was, uh, like, I counted, there was, someone took a video and I counted 101 bikes besides the bike hearse rolling in the procession. That was just the motorcycles and then, then there was like a bunch of cars after that. It was a good day. It was, I, I can't even explain it. And I got to meet like a bunch of people that I, I've never really met, kind of were friends with on Facebook through all the other girls, just we never actually met them. So it was really good to meet them. Good to be able to connect with friends that you may have not been close with or not really known when it comes to these type of things. Exactly. There's a, let's see, Kimmy, Kimmy, Kelly, Nan, Lisa, Steve, Jenny. Lady Fred. So there's seven seven girls plus me. So there are seven of us Michigan girls down there. Well, Steve's not a girl, but whatever. <laughs> Slap a wig on him and call yeah. it Yeah. So we, we had seven girls come, or seven of us Michigan people came down for the funeral. Oh, and Nan's boy David came too. He drove with his girlfriend and their dog. It was good to all be together. And I don't know, it was just overwhelming just love and compassion and sisterhood and friendship was just super I don't know the words to say it, to describe it but it was just like it was awesome like I was glad I was able to be there and spend time with them and then you went to Brian's funeral yeah, Brian's funeral was good got to uh, listen to some stories from his brother and sister and one of his friends and always kind of talk about his passions in life, be it God, biking, his hobbies, or music. So it was really good to be able to kind of hear some connections from other people and just kind of celebrate them. Yeah. Then uh, ended up going out with a bunch of friends and took in the rest of the day with a lot of good company and a few drinks were had and stories were told. Yep. It's what he would have wanted. It's exactly what he wanted. Yeah, we, we pretty much did the same thing for Slim. It was a, an amazing tribute to the funeral and um, I think she would have been proud. Now, yeah, since I didn't ride my bike down because we were going to this concert, my friend Mary, she uh, let me ride one of her bikes. I got to ride her fat boy. That was fun. It was, and it was a good day for riding. And it felt fucking amazing to go ride. Especially with all the people that you had with you. Yeah. So we had some good girls. And then after the funeral, me and me and Jules kind of hung out. So everyone went, the Michigan people went back home and everyone else went their separate ways. Me and her hung out. We went to this really cool bar in Crown Point called uh, Safe House. And it's kind of like on a corner, like right in the downtown area. And like the downtown area, like there's a, like the courthouse is like right in the middle. And like the street goes around in a circle. And it kind of veers off here and there or whatever if you want to go a different direction. But it, it goes around in a circle. So we're sitting there. And there's like tons of bikers. 
So right in front of the bar, it's all lined up with bikes. We seen this fucking limousine go go by, and it's got like this huge fucking cow on it, and like a pig, and it was fucking mooing. And, and then, like, steam comes out of its ass, and there's a big fucking turd right on the trunk. And I'm like, holy fuck, did, the, did, I, did I just see that? Like, what the fuck, did that just happen? And she's like, oh my gosh, yes. She's like, where's Freddie with her camera? So, I'm fucking laughing. And then, like, all these fucking cool cars kept going by, like, all these hot rods and shits. And then, all of a sudden, the fucking cow limousine came mooing to mooing around the circle drive thing again so I was like cool I'm getting a picture so I got a picture of it like I gotta, gotta get a picture for Freddie so it was kind of cool and after that we just we went took showers and went and seen Slim's crash site and then we went to Slim's house took care of her dogs for the night yeah, because their lives have been fucked up this past week. They, I mean, they don't know what's going on. Their mom's not here. Poor, poor dogs. I felt horrible for them. It was Katie and Cooper, and Katie just kept crying. And they're just, they just wanted to stay in the kitchen and just huddle. It was, just, it was sad. Poor things. I know. And then you picked me up bright and early today. Um... Which I'm impressed that I was able to get myself out of bed after last night. Right? It was a little bit How much sleep did you get? I was good. I uh, actually, I left the bar at around midnight. So I was able to pull like seven and a half. But apparently that last shot was a little bit too much there. Yeah. Because Paulie then bailed on us today. Because he messed his back up. Yep, Polly didn't come down today because, yeah, someone, like, was crowd surfing Friday night. Fucking, like, kind of landed on him and then fell in front of him. So he was trying to hold him up and he fucked his back up. He can't even stand up straight. You know it's bad if he fucking bailed out on day three of fucking open air. Which was the best. Which we had, we fucking had an amazing time today. We get there and, um... What was the first, the Pound of Burning Body? Is that... Pound of Burning Body was the first one we checked out. Good old uh, Texas kind of pedal board. I'd say band from uh, um, Texas. Yeah. They fucking rocked. Uh, the last time I saw them was when Jen hooked me up with a couple free tickets to uh, the show at the intersection. The only thing that kind of sucked about it was... I got out of work and I missed almost their whole set besides their last two songs. Oh, so, really? So this is the first time that I really got to see the whole thing and they kicked ass. Yeah, they were really good. They definitely get the crowd into it for being for a second band on a day like that. Yeah, they did. They were, they were pretty good. I, I, I dug them. And then after that one we went to uh, the scene. Oh, Jim Brewer and the Loud and Rowdy. If you ever fucking get a chance to see this dude, he is fucking awesome. And this was his very first live performance, was at Open Air Chicago Day 3 on the main stage, no less. Yeah, that was good. And then, let's see, what was after that? We went to see All That Remains, right? They were great. Yeah, we, were, we stayed up in the stands for that one. Yeah, it was super hot and muggy, and I fucking wore jeans because I thought it was going to rain and be cool. But, of course, because I wore jeans, it was hot and muggy. Yes, that happens. 
And then, so, All That Remains was pretty good. And then we went to see, I think, at... Yeah, because we missed, we came as Romans and Let Live. And then, yeah, we went out to see Corrosion of Conformity. They were great. Fucking love that band. I'm going to have to listen to more of that, because that's the style of metal that I really like. That just good southern, like, rock, but just heavy. It's like it's got a good bluesy groove to it. It's great. Love, love them. That was good. So after that, met up with my sister, and she's like, come to the VIP. Ricky, Ricky Rackman's back here. So I fucking went back there and seen Ricky Rackman. So I was like, dude, can I get a picture? I've been a huge fan of yours since I was a kid. I love ya. Need a picture. He's like, of course. So I got my picture with him. And then Susie's grabbed me. She's like, hey, let's go stand side stage for baby metal. So we went, we went stood side stage for baby metal, who I have to admit are very adorable. And they're very good live. Who doesn't like cute Japanese girls? Right, I guess, yes. They're very good live. And it was just the... It was crazy, the amount of people out in the crowd. And the circle pit for fucking baby metal was just awesome. So I took a video of that. Shit tons of pictures for Polly, because he loves baby metal. For some weird reason. (laughs) So yeah, standing side stage for baby metal. And Ricky Rackman was there. And, like, everybody... Everybody else was standing side stage, and we we're just laughing and awe, and just like this is so awesome. Cause it's like a boy band for metal people. But it is. With it, Japanese schoolgirls. Yes, it's exactly what it is. A boy band, a boy, a metal boy band with Japanese girls. Yes, and they're cuter than fuck too. So cute. So then after that, we went, and me and Susie were talking with her buddy. And he had an extra VIP wristband to give to Nate, so... I got to see the good life. So then, yeah, Nate got to come backstage and see the good life. So so after that, then what did we do? We went and got... We, well, we got some drinks, and then we went... I think it was Marilyn Manson? Yes, then we went and caught some of Marilyn Manson. We didn't get to see the whole show, but... So, you are pretty good. Yeah, I got to see... Uh, beautiful people when I was there. Um, Dope show. He did his stunts on the stilts. Yep, he, had, he was on the stilts. We didn't, I didn't get to see him do the burning Bible thing, but... He was good. Yeah. I don't know if I'd like go see him as a headliner, but he's definitely in something really good to go just see as a, you know, an act up on a main stage like that. Yeah, he's good. I, I, I like... I, his new album's amazing. By the way, I don't know if you've listened to it, but it's really good. I gotta check that out then. It is really good. Yeah, he used to be way better back in the day for concerts. Now it's kind of it's kind of boring, but it's still it's boring. Marilyn Manson for compared to old Marilyn Manson, but it's still yeah, good. I to like I don't. So. Right. I still enjoy it. Seeing them every time. So then, oh, we're hitting the rain now. So. We're on the road driving back home, and it's fucking lightning all around us, and now we finally got rain. We've been pretty lucky dodging dodging the storm, but I think we're getting it now. Yeah, this is, uh, 
Yeah, so after uh, Marilyn Manson, we went and stood side stage for Kill Switch and Gage. They were fucking amazing. They kicked ass. And that was, that was, and that was Brian's fucking band that he loved to go watch. And, incredible. And then after after the show, we got to meet got to meet Adam. Adam B, the lead guitarist for Kill Switch. Yeah. So, he, he was really cool. Boy. Yep. Yeah, Nate's all like, I don't want to be that guy. I'm like, dude, you're yeah. never going to have this chance again. Go fucking, let's go get our picture taken. And you got to share a story. You got to share Brian's story with him. Yeah, which was really cool. He was a amazing guy to talk to for a second and just kind of share that with him. Yeah, it was cool. He was condolences. And so we kind of hung out back there for a little while and... And then, um, then we went to, uh, we grabbed some water and then went to see Five Finger Death Punch on the main stage. We got to, we probably got about half of their set. Yeah, it was probably around there. Yeah, they're, you know, and I don't care what anyone says, I like Five Finger Death Punch. And, um, I think they always put on a great show. Um, they're the reason why I can't go in the mosh pit anymore because <laughs> last time... I went in the mosh pit at a Five Finger Death Punch show. I got a concussion, so I guess I'm getting a little old for that. Yeah, I remember Whatever. that show because when we were at Holby, it got insane, and you went balls deep with uh, Five Finger, and I got my ass out of there. Yeah, you fucking pussied out, and yeah. I stayed in there. Yeah, it was fun though. It was fucking crowd surf and everything. That was a blast. And the funny thing was, I was stone cold sober too. It was weird. I just had <laughs> I had a lot of aggression to get out that day. I think. Anyway, so after Five Finger was done, the fucking main, the headliner is Slipknot. So we got to go stand in the sound booth and watch Slipknot with Jim Motherfucking Brewer. And it was awesome. And this was the first time you've seen Slipknot. Yeah. And it was the first time Jim Brewer has seen Slipknot. So their cherries got popped. Their Slipknot cherries got popped that tonight. And it was a really good show because um, there's a fucking storm coming in from behind the stage. And so the, the sky was lightning. It was a lightning storm big time. It was just, it just kind of added to the ambience of it all. And Slipknot was amazing. Kicked fucking ass. I love that band. Yeah, they always put on a good show every time I've ever seen them. Just being able to have that first time experience with Slipknot there like that was out of this world. Yes. It was, it was awesome. It was it's like tough to top that one. Yeah. And it was probably the best seat in the house that we were able to fucking watch from. It was, it was a great experience. I'm, I'm, I'm very glad we got to do that. So thankful. My sister fucking hooks us up big time. Yeah. She's That's awesome. Amazing. Thank you, Susie. We love you. You are awesome. We appreciate it so much. And all of your awesome friends that we also got to meet, like, all these really cool people backstage, like, like, I don't even remember, know all their jobs, but I know they, like, have everything to do with putting this show on and running all this stuff, and they're, they're really awesome people. I heard some really good stories. It was a fucking blast. Yeah, it, it was a good, uh, end to, uh, 
a, a tough week. Yeah, it was it was a fucking tough week for sure. Like when we were sitting there watching all that remains and just fucking getting text messages and just fucking so de- so depressed and just start like fucking tearing up and shit. And then we when we went to go see COC and fucking then we stopped at the monster booth and got some fucking monsters. Yep, down some fucking monsters and like that helps and then we got some food in our bellies and then we started going backstage and <laughs> shit started picking Rocked up. Out. Yep. So it was great. It took took our minds off of shit and lifted our spirits, which totally needed to be lifted. Yeah, put a smile on my face. Mine too. It was a great time. I got to meet Pepper. Pepper Keenan from COC. I think it was, I think it was a little fucked up, but still, she was cool. It took a picture of me. It was just so cool, like, when we wrapped everything up with Slipknot and then heading out there and waiting in the car, and then the sky is fucking just dropped and it poured. Yep, as soon as it started raining, as soon as we got to the car, like, as soon as we stepped out of the building, it started sprinkling, and then fucking started pouring. We were sitting in the parking lot. But, you know, it was a blast. I had fun, and I'd do it again, and that's heartbeat. Yeah, from waking up really not knowing if I wanted to do this today or not, I'm really glad I did. I'm glad you did too, because I needed to ride home. <laughs> I knew I at least had to make it that far. So yeah, it was an it was an awesome day. Now we're going home, it quit raining, um, still have an awesome lightning show going on. We pretty much had an awesome lightning show since about 9.30 tonight at the yeah. concert. Hasn't, just following her back home. Yeah, it hasn't really stopped lightning. I mean, the rain isn't like we'll have like periods of rain here and there, but it's been a, it's actually been a fucking great day. After after the a really fucking hard day yesterday for both of us, a fucking crazy shitty week. It's been it's actually honestly been a fucked up summer. I've had three of my friends die this summer. And um, a couple others have been in motorcycle accidents. They're still alive, thank God. But still, like, just... Way too much. All this shit happening. Oh, and then someone died at open air on Friday. Yeah. Someone, I guess, was got drunk and decided to sit on the railing in the upper deck part of Toyota Park and um, fell. Fell into the stands. Thank God he didn't land on anyone, but... So it was like a two-story fall yeah, into this. Was twenty-nine. Really, twenty-nine. Yeah, he fell in the fucking stands. Yeah, he died. So that's kind of. That's tough. And and it was like right before Ramstein went on. So yeah, my sister, being the smart ass, she was like, "Damn, he, he missed Ramstein." Yeah, where's his priorities? At? <laughs> right. Not to, not that it's funny or anything, but yeah. So yeah, it's been a crazy fucked up week, crazy summer. Hopefully that's it for bad shit happening. I got my fingers crossed. I have mine crossed too. Like I, everyone's telling me, hey, it comes in threes, so you should be done. And I'm like, God, I hope so. And I honestly don't know how much more fucking heartache and loss someone can take. Yeah, you can only be so numb for so long. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's fucked up because these are my f- actual friends, you know? Like, they're not just acquaintances or people I know. They're my friends that I talk to often. 
and like Slim was supposed to go to the Heart Joan Jet concert with with me and Nan on um, on Thursday. Yeah, so she was gonna go. We had planned this. Like I bought those tickets before I bought the open air tickets. Oh, wow. And so I was like, oh fuck, when open air came out, I was like, oh my god, I'm going to go to a concert Thursday in Detroit. And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Chicago. Like, holy fuck, that's going to be insane. It's been a crazy, insane weekend, but I'm through, throw some funerals in on top of it. And a death. Two deaths? Holy fuck. Yeah. I. Too long. Yeah, my brain is overloaded. And then on top of that, the 12 hours of driving I've done in three days. Oh, my God. Yeah, and, yes, and last weekend, we did the same fucking trip down to Indiana and back. So when Slim got in her accident, we just had to be there by her. So, yeah, we went to the Heart Joan Jet Cheap Trick concert on Thursday at Pine Knob, I mean, DTE in Detroit. I pretty much cried through that whole fucking concert because Slim was supposed to be there. And they're not really, like, you know, they... Heart Joan Jet and fucking Cheap Trick, so they play all these slow songs and yeah, and so all the slow songs I fucking just start crying and I just couldn't stop. But I think Slim was there too, to be honest with you. But I had to be with Nan and Sandy, girls from Detroit, and it was um, it was good. So yeah, for. Or, well, I have to say three days of music, which is awesome. I'll take my two. Yep. I had a good two. Yeah, we didn't really miss too much on Saturday for open air. We missed out on Disturbed and Corn, Corn and, and Gojira. Gojira and uh, Duff Haven. Duff Haven. Who else did we miss? Uh, those were like the kind of ones that I would have probably watched, but. Yeah. It wasn't a deal breaker. No, it wasn't a deal breaker. Now, Polly wanted to totally skip Saturday and go to Carcass in downtown Chicago. No, it was, uh, I don't think it was Carcass. It was some band that's barely ever touring. Yeah, I think it was Carcass. I want to say it was Carcass. Hmm. Could be wrong, though, because I was like, I'm not, I can't afford to go to that. Yeah, I think it was like 50 bucks. It was right downtown Chicago, so I had no no idea how he was making his way down there. Yeah. I think the tickets were like 50 bucks. I'm like, I already, we already paid, like, how much were our tickets? They were over $200. Yeah. Like, we already paid over $200 for these open-air tickets. There's... And for three days, 200 bucks is a good deal. No, it's a but... great deal. But I wasn't going to just, like, skip a whole day to go see. Yeah, I don't know. I ended up skipping the whole day anyway, but... There's a little bit better reason to skip at that time, though. Yeah. Totally. I would... Can't miss the... Can't miss our friends. Sending our friends off. Yeah. You know, I had to do that. I was kind of bummed because I didn't get to go to Brian's funeral. But... He knows. Yeah, we'll, he, he would understand. We'll say a few words once you figure out where he's at. Yes. For sure. I'm definitely going to go sit and... Uh, Drink a beer and smoke a cigar. Form the Jaeger barrel. There you go. So we will definitely do that. I know where I know where Slim's buried because we were there, but I will totally have to Google it because no idea how to get there. I'm like standing like, like you guys can't leave me. I really don't know where I am. 
I'm like, I know we're in Indiana. My friend Kayla's like, uh, actually, we're in Illinois. And I'm like, see, I really don't know where I am right now. Damn. Yeah. So it was a little bit of a drive. It was crazy. I think I probably put about 100 miles on, on Mary's bike yesterday. Just from all together around there. How weird was it riding a different bike? It was weird, but it was it was it was a soft tail like my bike's soft tail, but it was just like the handlebars were a little different. And her bike is an 06, where mine is a 2000. And like I go to start it up, I'm like, Mary, where's your choke? She's like, Oh, this is fuel injected. I was like, Oh, nice. So I don't need to warm it up or nothing. She's like, No. I was like, Cool. Just go. Yep. So is Polly's fuel injected too? Then? Yep, his is fuel injected. That's got to be a lot nicer than cars. I honestly like a carburetor better because you can fix that shit. I don't know how to fix a computer. True. So that's my take on it, but whatever. I couldn't fix either of them, so. <laughs> yeah. I, with my sports car, I fucking, I was always tearing, tearing that carburetor apart because it's, fuck. I was tearing everything apart on that stupid bike. I fucking tear everything apart on my bike now. I haven't had to deal with the carburetor yet, knock on wood. But, um, yeah, it was, it was cool. She had a, on her fat boy, she had floorboards, so I've never had a bike with floorboards on it, so it was kind of weird, like, oh, I can put my feet over here. And then she, yeah, it was pretty comfortable. And then she had, like, um, a kicker for the shifter, like a back kicker. I don't know how, what the fuck they're called. Um, so, like, you know, you can either do it with your toe or you can kick it down, yeah. which kicks it up into the ear. And, like, oh! I was like, I didn't do it the whole ride because I was like, I'll just do how I'm comfortable with a new, oh, this so different it's bike. Oh, to kick it down. Right, so, so then, and then I was telling the girls that, and Jill was like, try the kicker when we go ride. And I'm like, all right. So I'm like, I'm like, I love this fucking thing. She's like, see, you're going to put floorboards and you get a kicker on your butt. I'm like, no, I wouldn't go that far, but. Pretty, it was pretty too, cool. Too much chrome fanciness. Yeah, it's yeah, it's too much. Yeah, I like I like mine just simple, less things to fall off right and on, break. And call it yep, exactly. But no, it was it was fun. I'm I'm honored and very thankful that she let me trust me enough to ride her bike. For sure. She's like, girl, you gotta ride. I was I was gonna just ask the ride bitch on the back of someone else's bike. She's like, no, I'll let you borrow one of my bikes. She's got like four bikes. She's like, I'll let you buy, I'll let you borrow one of my bikes. You have to ride. It's like you're amazing. I love you. Like all those women are amazing. And the amount of support that everybody shows. Yep. It was it was awesome. Jessica's dad even came down and Aunt Kelly came down for Slim's funeral, and they only That's met. They only met Slim one time because Slim came up for our chick run when we did our memorial. We dedicated to Jessica, so they met Slim at the chick run. And her dad said that I seen her pull in, and I told her it's a nice bike. I like your bike, and and she uh, I don't remember what he said, but anyway, they end up getting each other hugs, and he was just like. She, you know, she wasn't going to come up for Justice Ride, but her and Mary, they came up because they were, they like, we have to be with our, our girls, we have to do this. So they came up and they rode to our first stop, and then they had to cut back home to Indiana because there was a storm coming. And, um, yeah, and they had, and they really weren't planning on coming, and it is a long ride. 
So, but they they still came up, which was awesome. So he he made sure he went down for her for her final ride. Sure, meant a lot. It did. Yeah, and she got she got carried away in a fucking hearse, which was cool. The, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's it's been a thing for a while. I've seen it here and there. And yeah, he has this he has a trike, and then he has carries the hearse on the back. And I don't know if you've seen my pictures. Yeah, yeah. And he totally dresses the part of the Undertaker, big old top hat. It was good. And then at the cemetery, he presents a spur to uh, a family member and it's you know it's, I guess it's a tradition passed down like from like cowboy days where you, they never give up their spurs like yeah you never hang them up I forget the whole symbolism symbolism right off the top of my head cause my brain is totally fucked up after this past week but it was really touching so he gave a spur to Mary and he also gave a spur to Lady Fred. And it was very touching. And we got to, um, yeah, say our final goodbyes. Got to throw some dirt in. Sat there and watched them fill the hole. And then I left. So fucking sad. Yeah, I'll be very happy if we can have a little less uh, death in uh, all of our lives. Yes. I've been too much of that lately. Yeah, it's been a fucked up summer. I just, I'm, I want, I wish I could just like go to sleep for a week straight and just, just fucking. Have it be alright on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could do that. But you know what? Fucking, as much as I hate to say it, life goes on and it's, it's almost two o'clock and we're still on the road going home and I gotta get up and be to work by a seven. But another good thing that this week Jessica's husband told me that they're in the process of adopting Jessica's niece, Skylar. And when I talked to him yesterday, or last week, he was actually, he fucking called me last week to ask if I was okay when he learned about Slim's death. And then when he learned about Brian's death, he's like texting me like, dude, what the fuck? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, not really. So anyway, when you, when I was talking to him, the adoption is going to be final on Wednesday, the 20th. That's really cool. So I'm going to get out of work early and go to the courthouse and watch that happen. That'll be cool. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be a good thing. And then last week, Brent got a letter in the mail stating that Jessica's um, she she was an organ donor but they all of her organs were damaged in her accident and so they could only take her corneas and like some skin for skin graphing and um, he got a letter last week saying that um, because of her donation two people can now see from her corneas so that was awesome and Slim um, her accident was Saturday, and she was an organ donor as well. And so, fortunately, they had to keep her alive, like on life support, so they can donate the organs. So once they were ready to do that, 
apparently it was on Monday, which was the 11th, they donated her organs, and then she could finally... Pass away. Yep, let her go. But she, she wasn't there anyways. So we know that our sisters are living on through other people, and they're loving, caring hearts. They've helped other people in their death, and it's kind of comforting. Yeah, for sure, that part of them is living on, or even more so, their memories always live on. Yeah, that's, that will always live on. But yeah, so crazy, crazy week, crazy fucking weekend. Today is a good day. It was a good day to have a good day, yeah. and we both needed that. I have to, again, thank my sister for hooking us up, and... Let us have this amazing fucking experience. And I'm glad you got to experience it with me. Yeah. Fucking mind blowing. Yep. So sorry, Polly. Nate's like, I'm kind of glad you didn't show up. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, but not sorry. Fuck off with Rock on the Range. Right. So yeah, he's he's texting me right now. Actually, he's like, so how was it? So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to end this podcast and answer these text messages. Um, This is Annie with Road Grime, and I'll see you later. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Road Grime. If you've made it this far and are still interested in more ramblings, check out the website at road-grime.com. You can also hear us on iTunes and Stitcher. And find me on Facebook at Road Grime Podcast or follow me on Instagram or Twitter at IronCowgirl76. This is Annie, and I'll see you on the road.